Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about testing. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, I work with a QA and my manager says that the developers should not be testing the code. Why should developers not, uh, why are they, suppo they not supposed to test their own software? Well, um, I don't know what to tell you here uh, because I, I, there are two. I could, there, there's your manager's manager's perspective on this, and I am 99% sure I know what that person means. And then there is the rational thing that you can think, which I hope I can convey in a very nice way now. So, what your manager is trying to tell you is that if they have a QA. They, that means that they are paying an individual to sit and test your code for you, uh, manually, to usually testing that code. And that means that they are valuing your time higher than that person in that space. In other words, since the QA can't do the development work, logically as a naive manager I will go, well, that means that if I have the QA, then the developer shouldn't be testing. They should focus only on the, on the writing of the code, right? because that's you're the only person who can in the equation who can do that so you should optimize for that i've been working with a developer like i had a manager like this he uh, he did not last long and that is the, because it's a very simple and naive equation right person hired to do the testing should do the testing person hired to do the development should do the development because although the developer can do the testing it's like that, that's why you have doctors and nurses or lawyers and the assistants or whatever like you have so, someone's doing one thing that the other one can't can't do so makes sense right the problem though is that this leads to shitty 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 relationships between the people in the company many of the times it leads to really lazy horrible developers and slower delivery times because the when the developers get into the habit of not having to really be care all that much about if their stuff works they'll just push things and i've seen this happen like i my favorite developer he had a uh, he had a work process where he would do some local testing and then he would be like i he, he like he just pushed it to the qa to uh, he didn't even spin up a local instance and like or like a try to do it he was just yeah i think that this is going to work and just pushed it and then started working on the next thing he was working on the same thing in parallel like on several things in parallel at the same time which was kind of fun because what happens is the thing that this manager seems to be too thick to understand if you don't take the time to quality check your own stuff before it goes to the qa it's going to come back with a delay of depending on how many times you've done this it can be a few days to a few hours to a few minutes it depends and you're wasting time you're wasting so much time because every time you push something new the QA depending on the QA and the relationship you have the, with the QA might have to restart the whole testing process and that's so fun because when a developer especially when you don't get the scope definition of where the change has happened conceptually you could have to test the whole thing but doing exhaustive testing is impractical so you have to scope it somewhere and if you don't get that well you still have to do the QA work and the QA I promise you a, the average QA is most likely going to uh, do more testing 
than the average developer would do if they were to do it themselves because the, and that's kind of the reason why you have a QA or someone who does the testing in my team we always like the, it's just a hard rule you do not push uh, your code to production without somebody else testing it first there's no there is no excuse because we all know the, the problem of having you test your own code as the only person who tests that code is because you have the problem in your head. In other words, your testing will very often reflect a very specific pattern. And if you don't introduce a bit of randomness or a bit of unforeseen, you might actually just go through a testing a testing process that always ends up working because you're not testing a realistic case. You're not testing as an external person. You're testing like yourself. And all of a sudden you actually missed a bunch of bugs that you introduced because you didn't actually test those things. You just focused on the thing that you were, you thought that you were affecting. And that's what, that's why the QA, uh, that's, that's the perp, that's the real purpose of having a QA. I personally believe that investing in a pure QA that doesn't have any involvement in automated testing or anything like that is a, uh, it is probably one of the worst things that you can do. Uh, if you don't, you need to manage it really well. Otherwise, if you're going to do it well, uh, because if you get to a point as where this, what the subscriber is describing, where you're literally saying that the developers should not be part of the quality uh, quality pro process, they're not going to learn to be better developers. They're going to get lazier if that's even possible, and the the time it takes you to ship something will actually go up. It's not actually uh, because the, you, you have created a work process where the feedback loop is much worse than if the developer is actually involved. You will actually produce better code and faster code, uh, the code faster if the developer is actually part of the testing process. The QA should be involved and uh, to to reduce the impact area of the testing. If the developer is sure that his or her feature is working, well then the QA can focus on all the surrounding stuff because technically in a really sophisticated system, unless you have automated testing, you could have broken anything. Any line of code could in theory have changed the system so that it breaks in many different circumstances. Especially if you have a system with a lot of permutations and a lot of configurations, well, in that sort of scenario, I mean, if you can't do automated testing, a QA would be a very useful person to just remove the requirement from the developer to deal with all that excess testing in, say, multiple browsers or like it, they're so there's like the testing space is so complicated because there's so many things that could have been broken that if you have a full-time person doing it you can reduce the workload on the developer that doesn't mean that they shouldn't do the, their own testing on their own stuff it just means that they can offload some of the extra testing that would need to do and then the regression testing to somebody else I still don't think that that's the right way to go if I were to say my piece this is just my personal opinion you should never hire QA unless that QA is directly involved and directly capable of implementing automated testing a uh, testing engineer or a person who knows how to help you push your company towards a BDD style of working or a test automated test suite or something like that is going to be a hundred times more valuable to you than a QA every single time every single week of the day and you can uh, I will gladly stand in front of uh, every single member of any IT company and say that uh, because the uh, 
the the return on investment on a pure QA is always going to be linear in a, a linear thing. The return on investment on a single in uh, testing engineer or QA engineer or someone who can actually implement automated testing and help you with the automation is going to be an exponential return on investment every single time. So what I want you to take away from this is that if your manager is telling you that you shouldn't test your code because you have a QA that does it, uh, that person is either just saying that you should not test all the, the entire do the entire regression testing because that is a lot of tedious work that you could give to the person who's hired to do that thing but if they're telling you that you shouldn't even test the code that you are working on ignore that because the the feedback cycle is going to be so slow and honestly it's going to make you a worse developer because I think that any any really good developer should be able to, as Martin Fowler has put it, wear different hats. You can have the developer hat, or you can have the QA hat, where you just focus on testing. And you should test your own code before you ship it over to somebody else. One part is because it helps you become a better software developer, and it gives you a better eye for quality and finding out bugs. And the second thing is that you're wasting a lot of your own time and also that you're actually going to be sitting on multiple things while you're dealing with, uh, while the QA is testing your stuff. Uh, and that's going to spread your, like if you want to be able to focus on one thing, it's not going to be an effective pattern for you. You're going to very quickly find yourself sitting on maybe three or four or five different stories at the same time and having to context switch every every single uh, hour of every day because things are coming back to you that you missed from the QA and that means that you now have to take up uh, pick up that story card again that's just I promise you it's stressful and it's not a very efficient way of doing work have a great day